0: Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lore with We're All Psychic, and today we have a couple of return guests. Akasha, Yay. as you know uh, very well from a few podcasts, and Melanie's back, and she was in her own podcast too, Yay. and she is happy to be here, right? You're happy, right? right. Everybody happy? Mm-hmm. Does everybody still think we're all psychic? Mm-hmm.
1: Anything
0: changed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. I
1: do It's never going to change for me.
0: Because <laughs> you know it. Done <laughs> 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 did the research. <laughs> she did do the research. So, you know, we talked about what we might talk about today and we planned for months and months for this podcast. And then it just, it just, you know, it's it's time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> today mean, is we, the day. We just decided today to do this podcast. So um, we're going to talk, uh, Akasha and uh, Melanie both have these experiences. Akasha can see energy, which she'll describe how she sees it. And Melanie has synesthesia, and I find something in common there. So um, that's what I would like to talk about today. If we, And then you guys said you would, so that's what's happening right now, audience. So Akasha, what were you saying right when I hit record and said, stop and save it for the podcast? You were talking about <laughs> how you see energy, and you were talking yeah, about... Right.
1: When it concerns like a a person's natural ability, uh, energy, like the oars, I I I do see them, but it's more like it's at the back of my head, and it translates it automatic. Aura, yeah. So yeah, it's not like I see it in a specific color. Um, I can tell you one when
2: you're ready. um, I have an example to share, but uh, I'll (laughs) shut up. Edit me, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that
0: thought.
1: Uh, well, uh, but the, the main time that where I actually see energy as colors, you know, is when people are raising it, whether it be for ritual, for spell work, for, you know, whatever. I mean, whether it's because out of joy or because of a sporting event or whatnot, I can see the colors. Um do they depending- move? And
0: Missy had asked, like, what colors and stuff? like.
1: How uh, well, but the like? colors, it depends, like, on the events, like. If it's like happy, it'll be like white or yellows, like the happier yellows. So it's usually like the happier, prettier, you know, more pastel colors. But a lot of times, by the time it gets up, up, because of the happiness, the pure, because you know, it's pure energy, the you know, purity of the happiness, it'll turn white. Okay. The, okay. the more pure it is when it rises up for me, the more white it becomes. If it goes to the point where by the time it hits the heavens itself, it's pure white, then I know the intent behind the rising is pure, you know, from the okay, heart. Okay, and cruising. what does pure
0: mean? From the heart, it doesn't matter what their aim is, it's just sincere mm-hmm. sincerity or pure?
1: Pure sincerity. Okay. Now, they've they got devious intentions, or let's say yeah, it's such a not so nice character there amongst you. I have seen the energy be black. I've seen the energy be dark. Um, and I'm always, you know, dark brown, dark brown blue, scary colors. Uh, I mean... In, in,
0: Dark blue is terrifying. Uh, yeah. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> <But, laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, in an energy, yeah. Yeah, in energy, it is scary. <laughs> um, and I have seen it where, where a priest was leading the congregation and the congregation's energy was white. It was pure. You know, it had light little yeah. beautiful pastel colors, but before it hit him, it was white. You know, because that purity of intent. And then he turned around and it's like the energy changed. You know, when it came out of him, it was dark. Sometimes it was white. Sometimes it was purple. If they were like a teacher or a guide, you know, this lifetime, I've seen it where it be a purple coming out of them. But I have seen priests, you know, leading mass and people fully devoted, you know, and the energy, once it came into them, and they shouldn't have gone, the energy should not have gone to the priest to begin with in these situations. No matter how it came out yeah. of him, it, it should not have. Um, if he knew what he was doing, he would have just guided that up into the heavens and not absorbed it first. But mm.
0: um, well, what, yeah. what what does that mean? I know you you've watched it all your life. So have you made, made conclusions? It was a about difference.
1: It was a difference in the attitudes. I feel like like a lot of the priests where they absorbed the energy, they felt like it was they that had the power. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the ones where the energy just went, they were able to just raise it up and join their own with it. They understood the concept that it wasn't their power and it wasn't their will. It, it gave them a, a good glimpse of their psyche. Okay. Yeah, as a, yeah. rele- a religious leader, yeah, do they really know their job, or do they really think that they're the power?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: There was okay. a difference. But when it got scary is when the energy – I didn't really mind so much when the energy left them and it would stay white. Yeah. You know, but Or purple. But when it turned around and hit them and turned black, it'd be scared. And if it turned purple and it hit them, then I knew why the energy hit them instead of just going up. Because with them, they they were just different. They were more like – Masters of neuro- knowledge, masters of learning. You know, and okay. for them, it seemed like they were purifying the energy just a little bit more before releasing it. So oh, to me, it okay. was different. Cool. I could feel and see all of this going on in masses growing up. It was weird.
3: Yeah, I bet it was. I bet. Yeah,
1: I bet. <laughs> I bet. yeah. But it was. It was fun, but it gave me a good idea about who was leading. You know, and yeah, and yeah, what
0: their person, what their, what their, what their. Initiative is and what why they're doing mm-hmm. it and In what they're planning
1: case. to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh-huh. And also, if they were for yeah. the people or for themselves, you know, the ones right. that absorbed the energy was more for themselves, unless, of course, they were like just that power, you know, that just a teacher or instructor, you know, it right, was just right. totally different. You know, it was more like they were doing what they were supposed to do.
0: Right. And he, Mm -hmm. that person wasn't um, uh, leading them. Yeah. right. So a lot of people might, you know, from my point of view, I don't see energy, but I might be in a situation like that where I can kind of tell that's going on.
1: I think you you see energy, you just translate it like I do. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: feel it more than I feel like I, my eyes, Mm -hmm. I'm just not very visual.
1: You feel um, it. You feel it. It's like a vibration almost. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So Melanie, what were you going to add to? uh... (laughs) Oh, I got all
2: excited because (laughs) I had forgotten about this experience (laughs) and I, and I don't necessarily see it. I think that immediate translation comes through for sure, but it's a kind of a weird example. It was a sporting event. I was at a hockey game and it was a playoff game and I was at one end of the ice and it was during a break. And, you know, goalies, goalies are weird. They always have these like rituals, like they'll touch their, <laughs> their pads. They're really weird, superstitious guys. And so I was watching for all you hockey fans out there, the avalanche, the Colorado avalanche and the Edmonton Oilers and the goaltender at the time, Curtis Joseph, yay Cujo. He did this thing. He was getting ready for the face off yeah. in front of him. And this like orange cone that came out from him forward, Towards center ice, and I had never seen that before. It was like he had his guard up, oh. and the the amazing part of that was that he survived that sort of onslaught of shots. Yeah. Um, at the goal, it was really cool, and I had I had felt it. You know, you feel all kinds of stuff, but I had never really seen it. And part of it was because you know the ice is there, and it was just that sort the of smooth, white yeah. reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, and there's, you know, Curtis Joseph with this, like, defensive cone of power, like, shooting out of him. And If, if you're listening, Cujo, I've seen it, but you know,
3: it,
2: it was amazing. <laughs>
3: so do you think, it was really cool. Do you think that he meant to do that? Do you think he, his intentions were to do that? I think his intention mentally was to set himself up for...
2: Defending the goal, you know, because that's his job. But right. do I, um, do I think there was this conscious effort to push that energy out? No, I think it was just part of his sort of like his
0: thing, like the other goalies do. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's just like getting ready, and I happened to glimpse it. Um, <laughs> could be unless, his visualization. You know, it could be that you saw his visualization technique. Yeah, you know, that prepares. That makes him. sense too. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It, it, was, it was amazing energy he probably was focusing the energy that was about to be coming his way in the way that he preferred and you yeah. probably were picking up on that
0: so if he does hear this podcast yeah. he's like busted <laughs> yeah well he's been retired
2: for a while i think he's, a coach he's okay now, with being but busted
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably. Not you
2: know not but um <laughs> but it was really cool it was just a really cool thing to see that come from an individual. That's cool. So I just wanted to share that and, you know,
0: yeah, that, that's yay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing wrong cool. with hockey reference. And she lives in New Mexico. So I guess, you know, they don't have too much hockey out there, do they? <laughs> they do not. <laughs> like,
1: well, they do not. When I lived in the apartments behind Walmart where I live, um, uh we did have a hockey team move in next door to us until they saw that we had two black cats and it wasn't long and they moved. <laughs>
2: really? Oh
1: my gosh, it's horrible. Oh
0: jeez. <laughs> so, um,
1: Melanie, what else do you see
3: as far as you know, you gave us an example, but what else do you see as far as colors um, and energies? I mean, I'm pretty color-oriented
2: in general. There's my dog shaking his little head. Um, I'm pretty cool. So, like, when I'm reading a newspaper or a book, like an actual book, do people read actual books these days? (laughs) I Um, do, I do, I do. do. (laughs) So, again, and it's that white background. The print will sort of, like, meld into this interesting sort of rainbow. So, like, words will have color. Ooh. And, um, numbers in particular. And part of it was how I learned to count. Um, I learned the dot system. So, um, and then there was like a color and a dot associated with, with the number. And then I realized that I just kind of did that anyway. So you like actually the number see four,
0: that color though for like, say two is yeah, red you'll like, see a red two.
2: Red number two is red,
0: oh. actually. Yes. Weird. <laughs>
2: <And> <laughs> it it kind of starts out as a rainbow, like the number four is yellow. Oh my gosh, I was just and thinking then,
3: that. Green, <laughs> <and then> my, <laughs> that. But I didn't want to freak myself and, out. But I was gonna say no, you know, it's four. Okay, and but oddly, five. But oddly <laughs>
2: yes, oh and God. green. What is green? Six is green. Six
0: is green. all, oh.
2: and then like some of the colors are muddy and then some are really clear like 8 is like a plum color like the color on my shirt and so what's weird is because i i'm not a numbers person i suck at i suck at math but like it, when you're reading text it helps you it's weird you kind of get this context or, or connotation beyond the word itself. Yeah. So when you see it that way, and I know that some people are really disrupted by the condition. I'm lucky enough to say that I can kind of just live with it and it's pretty and I have a nice time.
0: And the, and the condition, they call it synthesis, synthesisia, and, um, most people have experienced it at some point in their lives in some form or fashion. And I guess the best way to describe that condition would be, for me,
1: anyway. Peyote! Yeah, peyote. <laughs> uh, peyote reference, Misty. <laughs> I've had peyote experiences, but, I, but here's the thing with that. <laughs> <laughs> I What's counted in with line with my uh, vertigo. Because if my vertigo is acting up, everything will be like, I'm, like I've consumed pe- pe- peyote. I'm not wow. kidding. I will go until uh, until it gets to where it's back to normal range because it's always flared up. But when it's really really flared up, everything has color. Every word coming out of a person's mouth, the sound wow. I hear, smells will have color. It's it's weird how that happens. Right, but right. It, it, I I always associate the pe- peyote or the acid trip experience to you know what I normally go through with my mm-hmm. vertigo.
2: <laughs> I, I
0: kind of consider the the acid trip kind of thing that happens with when I was very, very severely schizophrenic symptoms, you know, like, and I had the synthesis a lot with that. And, uh, like, as I integrated the psychic side into my mental health practices, like, I was like, oh, well, this kind of stuff makes sense if I look at it this way. And it wasn't as hard to, like, manage when those things were happening that was probably about like you know 10 years ago 15 years ago when i was working on all that the only time i've had a really hard course and the first time i had a very hard course in the cj experience i was waitressing at a red lobster in opelika by auburn in alabama and uh it was mother's day and i don't know if any of you have waited tables on a mother's day but it's
3: oh yeah, oh. <laughs> <Did> you, yeah <laughs> you heard you heard and like <laughs>
0: My Not feet were happening. just killing me and they were killing me. And all of a sudden I just started tasting green and I couldn't explain it. I just tasted green. Yes. I didn't know how to explain it to anybody. I was like, they hurt so much. I taste green. It's like, don't you understand? They're like, does it taste like metal? And I'm like, no, it's green. Every time I took a step, I would taste green because it was just, it was just strange. And that's when I learned about that condition. Yeah. But I think it, for me, it must just come out in extreme situations, like waitressing on Mother's Day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that for me, it's extreme too. I mean, unless energy is being raised. Now, if energy is being raised at all, I see it, and yeah. I can see it. it, it, it it's. I know when energy is being raised. I mean, first I'll feel it, and then, of course, once I get my eyes up on people, I can see the energy that they're raising. It, it could be cool, but at the same time, um, people can't pray around me without me knowing about it. I <laughs> <laughs> can't curse you either, girl. You'll, you'll
2: know. <laughs>
3: so yep.
2: I have to tell you, I don't. I had another experience around it. And mine have been really around individuals because I can't tap into a crowd dynamic too much because it's really overwhelming. And I had a friend who has since passed away, but um, I looked at her one day and she had no aura, none. And it was terrifying. She was as clear as an empty glass. Oh, wow. And I told, what is that mean? And I told her,
3: she difficult.
2: had a um no, in her case, um the energy from her like her auric field was so depleted she was like transparent, and she had a terminal brain tumor,
1: uh,
0: Ooh,
1: so she was probably close to it i i I can't the only person I came to that had the similar experience with it was like they were dead i mean they were they were in stage four yeah. cancer but they weren't there no more. Their soul was like already yeah. moved
2: on. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was the weirdest thing and I'm and I am blessed to have her as my as one of my guides now actually. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, yeah, so um I hope she doesn't mind me sharing, but <laughs> she was on a shamanic path and really took the hard road and I'm and I miss her a lot, but it was like um it when you see someone with like no like electromagnetic field essentially around their body, it's something is really really wrong.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm thinking death. Like both of you said, you know, it's
1: coming.
0: You well, know. can can people hide their energy and make it look like that? Do, do, do you no. guys see it. They can't.
1: N- no, no. They you cannot hide energy. You, you, you can't. No. I've had um, <laughs> I have
0: a, I've had people like who do Reiki tell me they've they've given Reiki to people and it look like things were suppressed or, and, and they later found out they were hiding stuff. But imagine like that would that's take some different. practice. Yeah. It takes some that, practice. That's, that's yeah.
1: Different. Everybody has an aura. I mean, the only cases I've ever come across it was, and there was one time that one person did not have cancer, but they had recovered from stage four cancer. So, and they always, after that complained about feeling empty and, and come to find out during the process, during that process of healing and getting over it, they had died. And it's like not all of them came back. It was like they didn't want to come back, but they were supposed to come back. So it was like an empty shell of talking to them. It was like talking to somebody who wasn't there.
3: Did you know that was oh, like
1: an automatic I mean, yeah. echo? Oh, yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was like an echo with them when I talked to them. It was yeah. Even their voice, and it's like, How can your voice be echoing? How is it? It's an echo up. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. No,
3: I've heard of that before. I've heard of your body, even um, spirit switching over and taking over. You know, I know mm-hmm. y'all've heard of it. Walk ins.
0: Yeah. Walk ins.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: I'm you a think walk-in. That
1: was going on? Akasha is no. a walk No, No, it, it, it is as, as if there's no spirit, no soul. And if you talk to those that care about them, they'll even say it's like they're not there. It's it, it's like it's just a shell. And how There's long no does she live? Spirit. The last I heard, she was going on five years like that. Wow! And I really worried. Her family turned around and got to the point where they, they came to me because of her being so shell, being a shell and empty. They were worried about something possess, You know how easy it would be for her to be possessed or whatnot. Yeah. So I was able to help them, you know, set up natural protection around their house and around her and whatnot. And she had to promise them to never take certain things off, you know, that it told them how to make and create because they would need to make it because it'd be their love and protection needed. Right. And um and last I heard she was still alive. That was that's crazy three years ago. And yeah, that that was at that was I like at the eight year mark, and that was like three years better off than what she was before. Still an empty shell, but they didn't feel like different things were just coming and going out. Of, you know,
0: yeah, out of yeah,
1: over. It was a yeah. like,
0: weird case. So, so what do you, what do you what do you ladies think about that? Like possibly. Well, Akasha, you seem to have been with it all your life, being able to see energy in one way. Um, another, like I was telling Misty before the podcast, something I've always thought of was since is reading articles and seeing TV shows of people who like would hear music and see like the letter A floating by in purple or something. And when they hear certain notes, they would see letters and numbers come out of the like instruments. I've heard
1: of people like that.
0: Yeah, I've read about Maybe that. And like that's that. always fascinated me. I thought that was yes. really cool. And then, and then, like Melanie, I've never actually met someone who has that like you do, like uh, the colors and the letters and numbers. And they like they I've read a lot about that too. And it's maybe I had read that two is red somewhere. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I don't know if it is for everybody. Yeah, it It'd be interesting to find it. out. Yeah, yeah, and. um So I feel like that 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 sensation of our senses crossing and being interpreted by another sense, I feel like that's a psychic experience. And I feel like everybody has had that happen at some point or another, you know, um, for example, I mean, one one weird example might be like like my feet at the restaurant. What was that, you know, and um, Pain pain like green. Yeah, and also like a lot of people in pain do have like sensory weird things happen with their senses a lot. Um, kind of like another sound. part taking it on. A sound? sound
1: sound for me.
0: You hear it here yeah. when you have pain?
1: Mm-hmm. What does it sound like? When it gets really, really bad. It it depends on the pain. Now lately yeah. it's been like if my feet it I don't know. It it's it's like notes, but it's the same note every step. It's annoying. It, is it a piano it, note a, or a guitar a note? Piano note. It's like a piano note. Oh, weird. Yeah. I'll like go with the piano note. I'll have it's to figure more, out what I note guess. it is. I would have to, but it's, it can be a very, very annoying. Or like if I have a migraine, uh, I automatically will, like there's a specific migraine that I get that, that's like right back here. And it'll yeah. be just like right back here, but it will shoot like lightning to the front of my head, all yeah. the way to the front, and the and sensation is, those, is
0: lightning, right? Like and not magic, right? It and it's lightning, like, and I will
1: it. hear like uh, it, uh, it's uh, like a permanent hum or a ringing that's on the same frequency or the length. You know, as as the daps are happening, so is you know the weird. It would be interesting.
2: If I don't know the science around this, but there's probably some correlation between. This and tinnitus, which is a ringing in the ears. I
0: have that um, now. Yeah, I didn't used to. I have it. My dad it. has it now, too, it. and I now am developing it.
1: It comes and goes with my vertigo, but this one headache, it, it's totally different than the ringing. It, it, it's like high pitch, and it actually flows. Yeah, whereas normally when I get the ringing in my ear, it's just steady. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is
1: right. With this, it goes with the headache, you know, the sound mm. does. Yeah. As it's shooting across my head, it, you know, the sound is coming. So it will stop and start, stop and start. Okay, know? okay. Whereas normally with tinnitus, it would just stay.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. It would be interesting to see, like,
1: the difference you know, between it and tinnitus, how, yeah.
2: Well, and the other thing, too, is, like, this is basically our brains interpreting all of these stimuli. Right. And if you think about how our how our eyes work and the optic nerve what we see is interpreted by our brain so all of these sort of strange experiences are our little meat suits trying to process some stuff that's a little outside <laughs> of the spectrum like, yeah. like trying to see ultraviolet light <laughs> right we can't see ultraviolet light but we know it's there.
0: Right. So. Right. On, on a on a side note, their cats are they can see um they can see ultraviolet light and they can see the litter box and they can see the urine glowing. Gross. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw that on a Netflix documentary. I don't know if they really do. They can. Dead. yeah yeah <laughs> so I thought about that I was like those poor cats so they, they look at that box and they're seeing the pee that you know they thought they just smelled it because they have a strong sense of smell but they can actually see it glowing someone else's pee I wonder if it's like different hues if it's somebody else's because that's why they mark their territory, Is what this documentary said they they spray you know so because their urine apparently looks a certain way it's not the smell necessarily it's that ultraviolet glow yeah that's why they're marking like posts and stuff so the cats will see it from far away uh-oh. Yeah, 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 and um, but I've noticed like with uh, some of my cats, they're pickier about the litter box, even when it seems clean. And I just scooped it, but there's there's those little grains, they must be glowing still. The ones that sifted through, you know, <laughs> huh, interesting. But our senses wow. are just you know, we we say we have five, and I have a theory that we have a sixth sense, sixth sense, and it's that little hole. Oh. Like in the roof of your mouth, I think I've told you about that, Kasha. But I think with that little hole in the roof of our mouth is some kind of thing in between tell, smell, and taste. And um, I think it's like the link maybe between when you can't smell, you can't taste. You know, right. it's you hard to explain. It's like it's like yeah, it's like cats have it too. Speaking of cats, they have a I have a nerve right under there and uh, you know you see a cat go up to something and they open their mouth and they go <gasps> they look like Frankenstein for a minute the <laughs> and he's like they're like they look like they're really getting something from that but they're not smelling it they're they're just like getting the information into that little spot on the roof of their mouth and i don't know what they do with it they get they get information somehow i don't know how they experience it but i've noticed like since i've thought about i've been thinking about that little spot in the roof of our mouth probably for about a good 10 years now and like what it does and what it might be for and i've noticed if i brush my teeth and brush that spot It makes me really uncomfortable, not because I'm not brushing it really hard. Just just try to see if I can clean it out or something. It's like it doesn't like that. It doesn't want to be messed with. You know, it's like (laughs) it it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I've tried drinking stuff while, while plugging it with my tongue, which is very difficult. And I won't taste it or smell it. So, I don't know. It's kind of a neat thing. Yeah. I think we have a lot more senses instead of, like, you know, sensors. Not senses, but sensors. Because in the brain, yeah, like, in the brain, we have all these areas that uh, they know where, they say, like, you know, in evolution, while we evolved, we lost the sensors for these parts of the brain, but they're still there. But I think they're active. I, I mean, I feel, you know, I feel that, like, some of the things all the three, four of us do, like, that's part of how we do it, those parts, they're, they're sensors, like our, our, our hair on, on our arms, you know, um, it's, you know, it stands up, it sits down and you can feel like if you work with spirits, you feel them kind of against the hairs on your skin, you know, and you can look at dogs and cats, and they have those whiskers. And it's like, those whiskers, what the heck are those? What are they doing? What are, what are they? Feel things with them. The cat, you stroke them, and they, woo, woo, woo you touch those little hairs, you know? And same thing <laughs> with a dog, and you, and you get their yeah. little, you know, right around here and stuff. And, and, and they, uh, I don't know what that experience is like. And I would love to know what's it like to have those whiskers because they seem like they're a sensor that collects information in some way that I don't know. And I want to. Actually,
1: Here's the thing. I'm going to put that, combine that with knowledge that I already have. Um, I think the whiskers work a lot of the same way as our hair does. You've talked Um, to me about hair. Tell Tell us us more. Here's the thing. Back in, I, I don't know the war, which war it was, or dates. I'm, I suck at that kind of stuff. I probably know, <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah, she probably
2: does.
1: Here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. They went to different Native American tribes for their best trackers. Every last one of these trackers had really long, glorious hair. They were the best. And milli being what the military does, you know, that hair had to go. Yeah. It just has to go. I mean, it's not in uniform. Yeah. Well, before they cut their hair, they you know, were putting on a show, testing them, putting them through their l- l- ropes, showing the generals what they had. And those trackers were better than awesome, all as if they uh, could predict things, you know, that they were psychic, you know, as if they were psychic, right, right. how good of a tracker these guys were. They cut off their hair, put them through the same tests, and they failed. Huh? huh. Only difference it? was their hair. Well, actually, was confidence in this article and stuff like that, no, or... no, it had nothing to do with that. I was wondering what they said. Um, I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I no, the article it. was actually on. Uh, you know, it was about something that our hair does for us that we've lost this information. This picks up signals all the time okay 24 <laughs> seven, the longer it is the more effective it is at picking up those signals that you normally would not receive from your ears or your skin or you know eyes or whatnot because it's this constant this is constantly, and the long, as the length of this hair is the length of the knowledge. So the longer the hair, the longer the knowledge. So the hair... Does it store the knowledge? Or does it... Yes. Okay. It's not just that it stores the knowledge. It gets so used to picking up certain vibrations that it can translate it to you. I mean, you, you okay. get better... Okay. You know, the translation so between the vibration you're receiving can be better translated and transmitted because it's been years and years of practicing on collecting that... Same so treatment. is Crystal Gale, like, the smartest woman oh my on Earth god. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs>
0: No, it's Rapunzel. <laughs> does,
2: any, does anyone know who Crystal Gale is? Oh, my god! Because I yes. aspire to her. <laughs> as, yes. Like, Crystal Gale and Princess Leia. I'm there.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm there. I love <laughs> Crystal Gale. Yeah. But here's the thing. Even this is... The thing about it is, is this article even went with those who had psychic abilities, you know, and card readings and stuff like that. You know, some of the ones that were had really, really long hair, you know, they asked if they'd be willing to cut it. You know, they pay for the style and the coloring, you know, whatnot. And there was a big difference in their gifts. I'm not saying they weren't able to bring it back, but it was a lot of rustiness. and And the only difference was the hair. Everything else was the Hmm. same. And they didn't even tell these people that they were doing this for this purpose. Oh. Yeah, they just made it seem like it was like a modeling show, you know, know, a makeover show or something like that. So the the purpose behind, you know, trying to They weren't psyching themselves
0: out or anything. No,
1: because nobody knew that this test, that this was the true purpose, that it was a test. It wasn't a glamour thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, oh, and hmm. the people weren't able to talk to one another, so they didn't know that they were all had come from psychic backgrounds. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, That's pretty cool. What did they decide high. from that? What did they, What was, were the scientists? Or the
1: the hair is definitely a big indicator as far as being able to tap into the extrasensory perceptions other okay. than, you know, our typical senses.
0: So if people lose their hair, does that mean they might like have to like maybe they would get more sensitive in other senses if they've lost? it? You can
1: not pick it up. I mean, yeah. you can't, but it would take time. I mean, just like this takes time to get perfect <laughs> hair perfect signal, so would that. Yeah, you know, with time you can adjust. I mean, you have people who have short hair and really good with their psychic gift and ability, but like I said, they honed it over time. Yeah. Yeah, this is the quickest and easiest <laughs> <laughs> to your own
2: abilities.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but well, I mean, so I, I appreciate Solomon knowing Gamora. that. <laughs> uh, Solomon, uh, what was it? Solomon Gamora? Not Solomon Gamora. No, Samson and Delilah. Samson and Delilah. That, that's what it was. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of story and truth behind that. The hair was more than just what they thought. May, 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 Just not like be Chuck that. Norris's beard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, what's up with facial hair? Uh, do, yeah, do they, when, have, like, they, they have whiskers. Are those whiskers? Are they picking up uh, stuff?
1: Think <laughs> about <laughs> 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 so when they really grow a beard. Okay, it's when they're starting losing their hair up here. Yeah. So in the olden days, guys used to have long hair too, and they were gifted. And a lot of the track, actually, all the trackers were were males. That they had yeah. cut the hair off. Yeah. So um, males have gifts; they they're psychic too, just like females. And in the olden days, men had long hair, and when they started to go bald, they would start growing it. Maybe, maybe it's not so much
0: the insecurity of the baldness, but that need for the sensitivity too. To I have think it's the
1: picture. need for the sensitivity is more yeah, I didn't
0: of it. Think about
1: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they lose something. I mean, yeah. they're losing their head. They're losing a sense that they're used to. You know? Yeah. 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 It's like going but, blind. And you know, you hear those death.
0: story and you hear those stories about somebody who gets a shot you know, and they go to bed and they wake up and their hair's falling out or it's white. Have you ever heard about that before? Like someone who's had like a very bad shock, someone dies, like you know, yep. someone close to them or just like a trauma a child, something. And they just go to bed, they wake up and half their hair's out. And it's just like little strands or usually the other thing I've always heard is it turns just completely snow white. Mm-hmm. And, um, They've never been able to, like, they, whoever they are, they haven't explained how that happens. They're just like, well, the system, I a no, response. No, the hair, just the whole, like, all of this. Yeah, they it's say a fear
1: response. Yeah. It's actually a fear response. It's actually medically proven. You scare somebody bad enough, their hair will turn white. Mm-hmm. and it's it's been proven scientifically <laughs> it's why, don't scare people my hair's two turning two of that. silver i see it yeah I've got, <laughs> uh, yeah
0: i've got a few of those coming through but mostly i'm going to go darker so because that's what my grandmother did and my dad did so just <laughs> I think I'd like, I always wanted to have the long gray braids because I felt like, do you find that like yep. different colored hair would be like the color of hair? Would that matter at all? Like with a certain sensitivities or anything
1: like
0: that? Mm-hmm. Or so the well, texture or anything?
1: Undyed hair is better. <laughs> Untapered, yeah. you know, the healthier the hair, the definitely the better. Um, no dyes, no perms, you know, as, as natural the hair can be because anything and everything you do to it does. Damage to it,
0: what does dry shampoo do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wouldn't have any effects on that Yay! <laughs> you're, safe, you're safe you're
2: safe <laughs> well. It just hides your miasma. So if you're a Greek Hellenist, it just hides your unclean. Yeah, that's all (laughs) I (laughs) want. You can fool the Greek gods with dry shampoo for like a day. (laughs) Then you gotta figure it out. i'll be like girl you smell like mint but is there miasma under there
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: sorry <laughs> random greek hellenism has like a whole ritual <laughs> cleanliness thing that's another podcast, that is another
3: podcast.
2: <laughs> uh, i want
0: to
1: hear that podcast yeah, i want to hear too. that podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> so audience listeners um uh, for this podcast, uh, Misty used to assign homework, but I, I think just just give us some thought and look back in your past and in your present where you might perceive something a different way that with a different sense. Or maybe you're seeing energy like Akasha, or maybe you're seeing things like Melanie does that that other people don't see. Maybe take a time and look at that part of you and that experience, whatever it may be. And if you haven't before, think of it as you know a psychic experience in a way, if you want to call it, an energy experience, an energy.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: you're working with energy when you have that, and it's an, it's an obvious way that you know there's some there's some like you know scientists say that synthesia is like across, they think it might be across of like you know. Uh, and if you really really firing really, weird, and you really really want the to experience,
1: <laughs> well, if you really really want the experience, you can actually. Kind of force the experience through really deep meditation, because if you go to like the higher levels of meditation, you can cause that effect. Really? Or you can also cause that effect through fasting.
0: Oh, now that I I I do know from when I was sick, it would induce (laughs) pancreatitis. Yeah.
2: Um, I know you're talking
0: about yeah. Insomnia. That does it. Yeah.
2: Insomnia and sleep deprivation That's will it. force it big time, probably oh, yeah. within thirty hours. Yeah. Um, and let's not forget, ladies, there's been a lot of reports in recent years about the veil between worlds being not what it used to be, mm-hmm. that it's thinner, it's thinner than ever, things are in the wrong place, there's spirit you know, there's stuff going on all over the place. You can find just a lot of of writer. Yes. So I think that if you're sensitive to energy and not only that, but the veil and you're going to start seeing creatures and things that you didn't think exist because they're over there. Right. Um, So don't also don't discount what you're seeing and don't dismiss it as simply a psychic experience it is that but it's also another another realm really yeah
0: yeah there are a lot of realms and
1: just because somebody else didn't see it doesn't mean that you didn't see it right when i would
0: have um hallucinations before i, I would now i think of it as a like maybe a vision type thing and um Without the peyote, and uh I would yeah 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 to think yeah yeah you're right Missy, you called me out you called me out I mean, yeah that's why we talk about it on the podcast all the time that peyote under my tongue right now is that where you put it I don't know yeah yeah <laughs> uh, I yep. my nose
3: <laughs>
0: I got some right in here just sitting there <laughs> right <laughs> waiting to be able to-
3: how many colors are
0: you sing now <laughs> <laughs> all of them <laughs> yay but um I, I just felt like. Um to do this podcast, I just I'm really glad you guys joined us. Look, oh yeah, we'll talk about that afterwards. Akasha. <laughs> She's making these these little baskets, these little box boxes that are sewn together. So something that's a you know, that's another topic for our podcast too, is crafting, crafting, crafting. You know. Yes. You oh, I, have, oh,
2: there I have one more fun fact on color. Yes. Right. Fact. yes. What color can humans see the most shades of?
0: Yes, hmm. green. Green. Know why grass? I would guess predators. Predators. Oh, okay.
3: Yeah.
2: So the oh, human monkey. eye can see green more shades of green than any other color. Oh. So we don't get eaten oh. or attacked by monkeys yeah, or that whatever. There are green on.
0: monkeys. <laughs> just a shade off. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Other greens. <laughs> But um. Anyway, do you guys any any last words of wisdom for the audience? Everybody, anybody?
3: I think um. I think that we all, you know, certain colors put us in certain moods as well. You know, yeah. and we all have that ability.
1: So yeah, you know, actually, it's been proven. Actually, mental yeah. hospitals—they removed blue from a lot of the mental hospitals and put shades of green and yellow because blue is a color that can lead to depression.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So something simple like that, you know, very, very simple. Like if you're in a, a kind of down mood, you know, avoid blue at colors. Avoid yeah,
0: blue avoid blue and blue. yellow because uh, Kasha's right. turns from yellow to white when it's the vibe is being raised. Exactly, raised. exactly. The, 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 the sincerity part, you know, and depression can feel very sincere, but I feel like it's, 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 it's. it's uh, that's another podcast altogether how depression can sneak up and change the way you think but a lot right. of things can it's not just depression. <laughs> yeah um the listeners thank you so much akasha as always thank you misty of course as always thank you and melanie thank you last in here that was really awesome
1: thank, thank you melanie <laughs>
2: nice to meet you akasha hopefully we'll uh talk again. We got to, got,
1: got to, to, got your to. Your home has a lot of good energy in it, by the way. Sorry, but I noticed your energy in your home. It's really good. <laughs> oh, thank
0: you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we're in zoom. She's not at her home right now. We're on zoom. <laughs> I'll be nice if we were well, in Melanie's house in New Mexico where there's not going to be a <laughs> storm coming. Yeah, that would be <laughs> right. Well, the
2: deer, the deer are all around, oh. um, my my property is like a deer birthing center Whoa. so they oh. all come yeah awesome so they all do their business and spring comes around and then they all come have their babies oh, on my property yes.
0: <laughs> awesome oh my god yeah. that's,
1: that's what the good energy good energy that is yeah. watch those yellow and white mm, yeah. it, there's a lot of yellow and white in her home mm. a lot yeah. just the energy mm. is very, very awesome very yes listeners yeah
0: once again we are we're all psychic and if you would like to be a guest you can write me at Lisa at we are all and thank you very much as always over and out bye. Bye. bye bye and lastly I'd like to thank our sponsor everclear where you can find the guidance you need to
1: create the life you deserve thank you